Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, the weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? This is part two of our breakdown of Alien Colon, It's an Erection from 1997. And again, our fifth movie of our 12 part, that's our fifth movie. It's our sixth movie. Mm. I messed up. Count them. Let count them up, dude. Where are we at? We've got Prometheus, Prometheus Alien one, Covenant, two, Alien, three, Aliens, four, Alien five, to the Third Power, shit, six. And we Alien, have six of them. It's an erection. So, yeah, we're doing good. We're we halfway got six. done. Six, six out of twelve. This I, is a I, great I, halfway point. Yeah, this is this is really good, and it gets us to Predator, which is. By the way, there's a four four K set available that just came out recently, and they look amazing. So good. So, spoiler alert on that one. That whole yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We'll see next podcast. Yeah. They brought her back. You're not Ripley, who am I? To resurrect an alien species. It's a queen. She'll breed. You'll die. No. Ellen Ripley died trying to wipe the species out. I'm not anxious to see her taking up her old hobby. Someone or something is gonna wish they never did. It's the Gorney Weaver. Winona Ryder. Alien Resurrection Rated R. If you didn't already know, joining me again today is reoccurring guest Dr. Dare. Booyah. And again, angry hold Dane. The, hold the clap button down for a yeah, while, bro. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Angry Dane is not with us again for Let this go review. Of the claps. Yeah, no more claps. <laughs> but he's still he's still in Mexico. Yeah, come on, man. I bet he got food poisoning or COVID, and he's <laughs> oh, in a no. dirty Mexican hotel waiting it out. A yeah. government hotel, oh. just like you would be if you were in China. Oh. Man. Well, we will forego all the details because we took care of that in last episode so handled yeah go and check that out in part one of our review of it's an erection we are gonna get to popcorn trivia Ooh, i bet there's some great trivia for this let me tell you something you gotta change that i can't (laughs) listen to that all right so the actors were subjected to about 15 underwater training sessions in swimming pools which we mentioned in part one around the Los Angeles area before arriving at the underwater set where they underwent a further two weeks of training before anything was even shot. So 15 training sessions, two weeks of, of training on, on the set. Uh, Sigourney Weaver missed most of this because she had been appearing in a play on Broadway just prior to filming. So she arrived huh. the, like the day of filming that they were shooting underwater. And, I, again, I watched too much about this. They were trying to find a tank that they could use. And there was anything that was available was like, you know, in Mexico or in, uh, outside of the country. And yeah. Sigourney Weaver, after the horrendous shoots that she'd been on for the last three aliens, was like, I am not traveling. Uh, <laughs> so we can stay in the States and I'm going to have a hotel. And I'm sorry, like, we're not doing it. So they literally, and, they, and there was, not very many sets going on because Jurassic Park was being filmed. Um, ah, there was another movie, a big movie at the time. I can't remember. 
And so they found one soundstage that was available and they dug a pit and made- They built their own? They built their own tank. That's really cool. And it was huge. It took like, I think a week to fill it. And- um, Did they just use a regular garden hose a week? Yeah, maybe they were spitting in it. I don't know. It seems like a long time. <laughs> that seems so long. But it was it was a huge tank. I mean, you you have to imagine you've got, I don't know, at that point in the movie, you've got, I don't know, five or six of the actors, plus each one of them has to have their own diver with a, a oxygen hose. Oh, because they're like staying underneath the water for a long time yeah, they're and they're do, just being fed oxygen? They're doing take. They they get the oxygen. They do another take and they're just under the water all oh, the whole time. wow. I'm so dumb. Why wasn't it more obvious that that's how they would accomplish this? So you, you watching these scenes where you, you know, you don't get the cut in, in the front or the back and you see Ron Perlman like huffing the oxygen and then he you have to push it out of frame. And then he's got to blow out all of his bubbles. So, because if he's got too much, and then he and then How did he, he get yeah, it's yeah. weird. Then they've got to action, and then go. And so, by the time they were done with each take, they're like, you know, grasping at the Where? diver. Yeah, Where's dude, my- it's like thirty seconds of holding your breath before even they say action. So Ron Perlman nearly drowned while filming the other underwater sequence. At one point, when trying to surface, he hit his head on a sprinkler in the ceiling knocking him out and he was rescued by nearby film crew members. Wow. Get this. So um, each, like I said, each actor was assigned a diver with a backup supply of oxygen. At one point, Leland Oscar's diver, the guy that has the alien come out of him. Yeah. Through he like, which is an amazing death. It's the greatest. Pulls that guy's head to his chest. Anyway. Yes. Leland Orser's, I said Oscar's, Orser's diver had left the water for a bathroom break. This proved nearly disastrous when Orser started running out of breath and he was looking around for his diver and he was gone. Fortunately, Ron Perlman's diver noticed because he gave this, there was a symbol like, like, I'm dying. I cannot, I need help immediately. Couldn't they just surface? Were they like enclosed? No, there was a ceiling on it. So they could not just go up. I'm getting anxiety. They had to go all the way down one way or the other because it was that long corridor, and so they could not surface. And so Ron Perlman's diver shared oxygen between Ron Perlman and him so he could not die during that scene. Why not just make it so you could surface? Because they they had all the lights, and they they were lighting the scene because the Jean... What's his name? Jean... Jean Pierre wanted like specific type of lighting, and it required a you know a full, full closed set, which seems very dangerous. I'm not into that, man. <laughs> I'm not. No wonder Sigourney's like, I'm not doing this shit. Yeah, uh, I I mentioned a little bit in part one, but Jean Pierre stated that he's really proud of the film, but he swore off Hollywood after his experience in filming it. Really? What? Well, why? Why did he do that? I think it was just the scope of everything. And like, I mean, yeah, he just, he just didn't like it. And some of his, some of his crew, like 
One of his um, designer, like costume designers, came for a week and he bounced after a week because he's like, I, I can't do this. I don't want to live here for three or four months. So I'm Should we be leaving the U.S.? I mean, <laughs> are, is there something that we don't understand? Like, is life better in I don't France? Know. I don't know. I mean, I, I used to speak French. Maybe we should go to France. Sounds like a... Let's go. Because he, he loves filming over there. So anyway, huh. speaking of other people who Get out of here. were dissatisfied with this film, Joss Whedon had commented on his dissatisfaction with the movie. Fans had speculated that the finished movie deviated from his original script in some fatal manner. However, he put such rumors to rest. Listen to how this played out. His dialogue, action, and plot were essentially intact. However, he had written with a playful tongue-in-cheek tone, which didn't work when the director decided to play it straight. Eventually, Whedon created Firefly and Serenity, which was also about a group of pirates on an old spaceship, and he captured the tone he had aimed for in this movie. He said that he never realized the similarities with the Betty and her crew until someone pointed it out to him. As irony would have it, the series was shot on the same stages at Fox Studios where Alien Resurrection was filmed with the serenity built over the pit that was dug for the underwater scenes. Really? Yeah. I loved I loved Firefly and Serenity. And and it, it I could see how he wrote this. I mean, he's got like kind of that ragtag group mm-hmm. who comes aboard the ship and one of them is trying to subvert the alien project and like Yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. But yeah, apparently he didn't like how Jean. He just wrote it too too serious. No, he he played it straight. He made the John actor. Paul made it too serious. John too Pierre, straight. yeah, exactly. John John Priest, John <laughs> John John Pierre. Poe. At least I'm saying that right. Yeah, <laughs> usually I say everything wrong. I'm proud of you. So the the newborn skull and the newborn is reference to the white pasty white alien. I mean that's like at the end of the movie, but yeah, the yeah. newborn. Yeah, the newborn was made of plaster so it could be sucked out of the window into space. And this hole... Dude, is like the, one of the coolest parts. It's so rad. So <laughs> it was... Ca- they really sucked that thing through the hole? Yeah, it wasn't CGI. So cast only at one-eighth to one-fourth inch thick. It was scored into various pieces. Each piece was individually attached to a wire, so when struck against the window and cracked, each fragment could be pulled out one by one through that hole. That is awesome. Until the like skull was left, and then that one was scored, and it broke through, and they pulled that out too. That is awesome. That was a great scene. That was a really... I mean, dude, just to... We're already talking about him. He thinks of Ripley as his mom... And they're like caressing and they made his eyebrows have have like this movement to make him look sad. Bro. It was, it was heartbreaking. The character man. design of that thing was <laughs> the creepiest with the with the dark oh, oh. just the mic with the dark eyes. Like the like the in. skeletal. Oh man. And oh. I, I, I've got a couple of things about the newborn in uh, Popcorn Puzzles, mm. but I'll, I'll save them for there. But okay. there's some, a little more talk that, and I think we should save our, yeah, our yeah. other discussion I'll, I'll for, hang. for I'm pop- trying to hang back here. There's a lot to like <laughs> I know. besides just bestiality. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh, like, I, I remember the movies that were being filmed at the time. 
that's why they couldn't find studio space. Titanic, Starship Troopers, and The Lost World. Oh, wow. The Lost World, World Jurassic Park were, were taking up all the available studio space. So, uh, Get this. The character of Dr. Wren, the creepy, pasty white, gross doctor yeah. with the weird like lab coat, yeah. was originally written for Bill Murray because Joss Whedon wanted to play it tongue-in-cheek and funny. That would have been amazing. Uh, with the intent of reuniting him with Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters. And yeah. that never happened, obviously. They wanted to play it straight, so you have this really disgusting, weird guy that's like, it's beautiful. That, Dude, so creepy. <laughs> the, so, but the, the way that they did the kind of science team was really cool. They had yeah. the one like hateable, punchable bastard who was, you know, like they save him and then he locks him. He's like doing all this stuff. But, and then that just, he's such a creep. He's like, you know, he's going to die because he's definitely going to get too close. Like he just, you can see it immediately yeah, with his dude, curiosity. He, he was like, wasn't he like licking the glass at one point? Yes, dude. Like the and lady like leaves the room and he goes up to the glass and that's what killed him is I think that like set that alien off and then they killed the other alien to him get out. There's like three aliens. That's two of so them look awesome. at each other and they're like, sorry, yeah, this motherfucker's dead. Charlie's getting eaten. Yeah. Sorry, so Steve. We, so we can get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And they like break him open like a, an acid packet and he, he <laughs> dissolves the floor so they can get out. Yeah. That was really cool. It's really cool. That, that whole sequence of all of the chambers and the big, like, it was like a rotating room with all the alien, yeah. aliens in e each one yep. of those containers. It was really cool. Which was all miniatures. That oh, was really? back before they could do... I guess that makes sense. CG wasn't as great for ships, and so all that stuff was, was miniature work. It kind of reminded me, I read the, or I listened to the audio book of the third movie, the script that didn't get made. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more of this kind of science-y, experimental, you know, splicing of genes. Oh, that yeah. Kind of so that was almost taken from that. So it's like kind of like we did get some of the third movie. That's true. And That's if you cool. haven't if you haven't listened to that, that Audible Alien 3 movie is really good. It's really good. It's cool to listen to. Yeah, it's really short. I mean, it's weird to listen to a two-hour book, but it's like listening to a movie. Yeah, it's like a, it's a movie. It's the length of a movie. It was dope. So I only have two more popcorn trivias. David Cronenberg was also an early choice to direct, but later passed. Cronenberg has contented that the original Alien was inspired by elements of his own film called The Shivers from 1975. And with regards to this movie, Cronenberg said, it's tempting for a minute because they're begging me to do it, and it's Fox, and I'd love to work with Scorny Weaver and Winona Ryder. It'd be great fun. But the problem with doing a schlocky big budget horror film or studio film is that it wouldn't actually be fun for me. Mm. I'm innately honest. I think if I'm going to do Aliens 4, then I'm going to deliver Aliens 4. I'm going to try and make it the best version of Aliens 4 I can. So I'm not going to try and subvert it and make it something else. Because why spend 80 to $100 million of the studio's money and just be deceitful and be fighting with them all the time? and have them combat you and then end up with something that isn't really good either way. I actually said to them, you know, I don't even do sequels to my own movies. Why would I do sequels to someone else's movie? 
I didn't do the fly two. Why would I do aliens four? And he says a lot of interesting things because they had the problem with Dave Fincher. Honestly, like, he, it sounds like he's just got done with lunch, having lunch with David Fincher or Cameron. Yeah. Cameron was fighting with the studios the whole time. He spent yeah. some of his own money to finish shots because they wouldn't. Yeah. The like opening it. shot. Right. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like, and then John Pierre was like, "I'll do whatever the studio wants me to do." Yeah, and he got he just well, you'll it. notice he never fucking came back. He like yeah. literally left the country. Yes. Like I'm not. So yeah, great call not to do it. Yeah, but apparently there's beef with with directors and studios back in the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, speaking of other people who were involved with a project. Angelina Jolie turned down the role of Call, which was subsequently given to Winona Ryder. That would have been really cool. No. No? No. But she was younger. Yeah, but she's got a, a different type of presence that would have interfered with Ripley. I think that she's she's kind of naturally, she's, like, again, more sensual. Like, she's she's smoking hot, bro. Like Winona Ryder's pretty good looking, too. No, she, she was more like, almost kid-like. She was very much more naive. How do you get Angelina to play, like, to get that naive kind of like... I don't know. She did some really w- interesting work with... Uh, there was a, a movie she did about... Um, she played a, a fashionista, like, model. Hmm. And it seems like she could have pulled it off, but... Hmm. I don't know. I hate that. Cast. Right. I think it was. I think Winota was a I think, thousand. Times I think better. it would have been cool. Any other trivia that you'd like to talk about before we get into beefs, popcorn puzzles, and redemption? No. Okay. Hey, where's the beef? All right, the beef. H.R. Geiger was openly displeased that he wasn't given a credit for his alien designs and fired off a letter of protest to 20th Century Fox. Hmm. He wasn't even mentioned in this one. Apparently, what of the stuff that they used was his. Does he just, should he just, excuse me, should he just always get a, yes. Yo, I created alien. Yes. This is, <laughs> there you go. Dan O'Bannon created the story. I created the look. Yeah. You need to pay me residuals. If every there's time an alien you, in here, correct. then you need to pay me. And ironically, he was brought back for Prometheus and he um, was able to work with Ridley Scott again before he died. That was the last time he worked hmm. on alien, but. Maybe there was some some healing at the end. You know what? I, the creatures were so fun in this one. I'm not sure that it would have been good if he was more involved. You know, like the tongue-in-cheek kind of vibe. You still got that. I don't care if they acted it serious yeah. or not. Like, it was very tongue-in-cheek, very, yeah. you know, again, campy. If you had had more serious monsters, it would have been too much, man. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It, they, it, the fact that they were almost comical, I think made it better. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's, I, I think you're right. All right. My last beefs are big. I have some big beefs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Milk had to be added to the underwater set as the water was simply too transparent to be convincing, according to the director. Can I just say, can we stop? Dude. Involving milk in these movies. Yeah. Did someone get sick? Bro. <laughs> okay, so we've got we've got milk, 
and real blood and guts and real human bones in the first one, yep. first alien. Then we've got yogurty milk substance for Bishop's guts, yep. which made him sick and no one wanted to talk to him. They didn't set. learn their lesson the first time. Then we've got, um, they used real uh, ox blood and oh, yeah. o- o- like ox guts in, in that one, an alien to the third power. Yep. And more milk more for milk. Bishop. Now we're just sprinkling milk, pouring it around. Here, just have some milk. Yeah, there's like milk cartons as Easter eggs all the all throughout the movie. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and then and then this is this is on the special edition uh, DVD that you you can get, I guess, still. But there none of these features are on the Blu-rays. Winona Ryder is being interviewed after she talks about her traumatic experience as a child. She talks about she's like, hey. Everyone, think about this pool. Oh, don't. We've got three weeks of like 40 people in there. She's like, the divers never get out. They have suits on and, and masks. She's like, this thing after three weeks, she's like, she's like, I'm swimming through and I'm seeing big loogies in the water and people pissing in it and milk. Who spool is pe- No one peed in that pool. Everyone peed in that pool. Everyone, there's no way you're not sitting in there for eight hours and you're not pissing in your your wetsuit into the pool. I just don't understand. What are you going to do? I got a pee director. I know we're in Dude, the middle of this hundred thousand dollars. Almost shoot. killed Ron Perlman because he had self respect. Well, you got to get the fuck out of the pool and he got to pee. So that's Dude. gross. My beef. That is, is so gross. Urine, spit, dirty milk. And they they also had real like lettuce and like food that they would sprinkle in the shot because it's in because it's in the kitchen, in the kitchen, the cafeteria. So there's like rotting food. There's there's pigs. You saw those pigs. I don't know if those were obviously they couldn't have been real, but it looked gross. I mean, no wonder the aliens were pissed. Yeah, they they some people. Winona said that people got sick. Of course, that is so, and they don't have gear on. They don't have they're gear. They don't have masks sucking on. Sucking it in, man. Their eye holes are open, so Shut they're up. they're got urine oh in God. their eyes and dirty milk. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> urine and dirty milk in their eyes. <laughs> All right, so that's a big beef. My next two beefs are director related. Hmm. Peter Jackson was asked to direct, but declined as he could not get excited about an alien film. Pop off, bro. We needed you. I like this movie, but a Peter Jackson, because he was doing all those horror movies and stuff. What was he doing? What? Maybe yeah. I don't know enough about Peter Jackson. No, like, yeah. So when, during, in 1996, he'd just done The Frighteners, which is like a horror movie. Okay. And he, before that, he'd done uh, Dead Alive and a bunch of like like weird, horror-y, schlocky oh, wow. horror movies. So. What do you mean you can't get excited about an alien film? I know. He didn't. And then he started Lord of the Rings in 2001. So he could have done an alien movie, which would have been awesome. Right? I Yeah. I mean, but this movie, I don't think was about the director as much as it was about Joss Whedon's script, the writing, the dialogue, the, the I don't know. I don't know if. if I think if, he could have made it. Well, he would have given input because Jean-Pierre was like, 
I don't understand English, yeah, for, so we're just going to do whatever it says in the script. And, and he didn't understand humor, apparently, because he just played it straight. So having <laughs> yeah, having true. Peter Jackson do it, who's, who's really funny, yeah. like... It would yeah, be, that's true. It would have been, been good. That sucks. Next director beef is Neil Blomkamp. was canceled. That would have been five. sick. This style would fit his like weirdness so well. So it wasn't... Uh, my beef isn't that he didn't direct Alien 4. It's he wasn't allowed to direct Alien 5 because of Ridley Scott wanting to, to do his movie. And it, and it would have been basically a... Not a version of Alien, that Audible book that we mentioned earlier, but it would have been a continuation of of Newt Ripley and uh, Hicks, mm. and it, and the concept art. If you haven't looked at it, everyone go look for it online. It's really cool and sad that and Sigourney Weaver even saw it because she was on one of his movies. Uh, it was Chappie, mm. and. Um, she was like, this looks awesome. I'm in. I want to do it. He he has that kind of grit. He he would have been a great actor for the third. I mean, to have like that prison encampment, you know, like that yeah. very gritty, bleak. Yes. Yeah, man. That That's dope. I think I'd rather see him than Peter Jackson. Yeah. Well- that's a different movie, but yes, I would have loved to have him be involved in the Alien yeah, franchise. Yeah, be something. so cool. Where's he at these days? He started a YouTube channel, like he used his production company. He's done a bunch of shorts, which are hmm. really cool. You should check oh, them I'll out. Oh, check them out. Um, and then he just did a horror movie that just came out like weeks ago, I think. Oh, wow. And it's not doing well. <laughs> Oh no! It's like doing terrible. Oh no! It's like a weird horror movie, but mm. I mean, that's it, sad. It's sad. I like him. I hope he does a sequel to uh, District Nine. That's like maybe everybody loves that, but what an insane! It's the f- when I watched that movie, it was one of the first times where I'm like, I've never seen anything like this before. This yeah. is a this is the craziest take on an alien movie I've ever seen. It was amazing. So good. Special effects were dope. Like, I just, I feel for that guy. He's done such good work. Yeah. He he just hasn't got another hit. Yeah, dang. Uh, This is my last beef. And then if you have any, think of them right now. This is my biggest beef of all six movies so far. I've done so much research. I've watched so much of the behind the scenes for all these movies. And I can't tell you how many times screenwriters script writers, directors, fired directors, composers, actors of all, all have mentioned that they would like to see the alien planet or the engineer's planet, if you want to include the mythology of the two prequels. Beef, man. Why can't we go to that planet? That's been a beef since we watched Prometheus. Yes. Well, it's mentioned, not not just us, because we're just normal humans these guys are all working in it and they're yeah they're asked like what would you like to see well i'd like us to see where the aliens come from or where the engineer's planet is yes Uh, like give me that movie why yeah we're why are we on all these different planets and none of yes i want a real origin story about the you know one thing that was really interesting is in the third book the the audio book rendition yes one of the guys one of the scientists like the mad scientist who's who's you know experimenting with mm-hmm. DNA, he says this 
looks like the ultimate weapon that has been that was developed by someone else. Yeah. He like tie they start going through that and it I was at first very pumped and then I literally I'm like what the where like we don't know anything about them. Like I want to go back. I want to see some crazy dude building the. Sorry, I like hit my mic. I'm so pissed. Building the DNA for these. Like yeah, such a cool tool. How it it merges with. We don't get any of that. I'm so mad. Yes. Well, and and Ridley gets there a little bit with the engineers, but like there's just so mi- much mystery about them still. Like where did they come from? Why are why are they at war with another civilization that they need this yes. biological weapon? There's so many cool. What happened to them? What happened to them? Why are they? Were all they able dead? to contain it? Like we did get to see what was the droid's name in Prometheus and the other one, David. David. David was kind of like the engineer tinkering with it. So we got like a small taste, mm-hmm. but he's not an engineer. No, I mean he. Ah, yeah, we'll so, never see it. That's my biggest. Don't beef. hold your breath. We're never gonna know. So I do. I do know uh, uh, maybe some silver lining. Hulu has commissioned or as uh, making a TV show, but it won't be. They won't start filming until 2022. So we might get a cool. And I've always said. I think I've mentioned it in this podcast that a TV series would be cool. Like hundred percent short eight episode you know, stints yeah. would be really cool and you could explore a lot of different things, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're going to F it up. I have, z- I'm going to put zero expectation on that. So yeah, they need, that's awesome. Lots of money and great people. And if it, if it's going to happen, the TV has never been as good as it is now. So bring it on, but yeah. that's a tall order. Really? I feel like they could, I mean, Thinking about what Disney has done with the Mandalorian yep. and the way they've filmed that with the the volume they call it with the the LED screens all around and I feel like they could really cre- go to some cool places and cool worlds and do it economically. Yeah, that's the that's the problem is you look at Alien, the budget was 11 million, mm-hmm. 17 million, something weird. And it was amazing and it was amazing in large part due to those restrictions, they had to get creative. Yes. One of the problems that they're going to run into is now you've got eight hours and you have a huge budget and you have, that is that it more often than not, that, that gets messed up. Yeah. That might it be gets bad. messed up. Yeah. It goes, you know, jumps the shark or whatever, but that, I, that'd be awesome. I want it. I want it too. I'll, I'm, I'm in, I'll, I'll, I'll at least watch two to three episodes. I'll watch all of them. All right. We what, dude? <laughs> yeah, I got time. Okay. All right. Any other beefs before we move to popcorn puzzles? Uh, let's see. I feel like you had some. Not a lot, though. I really, honestly, I don't have beefs because the stuff that you'd beef with if it was the first or second movie, I'm just going to give them a pass because, again, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> yeah. I want bigger aliens, more aliens. So I, this really was... I mean, everything that I had is just small. Yes. You know, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Why did this character do that? Who cares? I agree. Popcorn puzzles. Popcorn Pass puzzles. Sphincter says what? Huh? What? Huh? Sphincter says what? <laughs> what? Exactly. Exactly. 
So I have three very, very, very big puzzles. Oh, let's do this. And I think you're going to expound on some of them. Um, So number one, the physical shooting newborn model was mounted on a crane, the weird pasty white alien, and incorporated a complex hydraulic system governed by a motion control computer as well as a servo-operated face structure. The creature took nine puppeteers to operate, which seems less because yeah. the the queen in Aliens was like 16 or yeah. 17 dudes. So good job, nine puppeteers. And has been described as one of the most complex animatronics ever created. Not. No. Genet was adamant that the newborn have genitalia, a mix of I both. I do not remember that. A mix of both sexes. However, Fox was uncomfortable, as they oh. should be, because I've seen the maquettes and I've looked it up. Oh, Don't no. search for this. I will. Please. I'm searching it right now. Because it has both a penis and a vagina. And, and it's a weird, like, inverted. It's so disgusting. So Fox was uncomfortable, and even Janae eventually felt, even for a Frenchman, it's too much. <laughs> the genitalia were digitally removed in post-production. While impressed with the animatronics, Janae subsequently expressed regret that owing to the design, the creature was almost Ah, always seen from the waist ah, up, (laughs) only with just one brief shot showing the creature standing in full view. Oh, dude. It's got like a weird, a weird, it's so weird. You know, it, I just don't know what I can say, but it looks kind of like. I mean, this is already explicit. It looks like a. P going into a V. Correct. Like it's like a hot dog with a bun. <laughs> it's but its belly button is the V. But it's like, oh, it's oh. so it's so disgusting. I just was like, it's gonna be genitals. It can't be that bad. But it's, it's really bad. So it's really gross. Puzzles all around. Like number one, why? And then number two, why not? And then also why? Like. I mean, I just, I need a, I need a moment to myself. All right. I'll give you two more and then we'll get into your beef. So it's unclear how the, and I don't know how they pronounce the ship. It's the Ariga, the Ariga, the ship that the scientists are on. It's spelled A-U-R-I-G-A. I I, I heard it a a billion times in the, the direct, the DVD sample, uh, extra features, but I can't pronounce it right anyway the ship scientists got samples of ripley's dna from fiori at 161 the prison planet where ripley died in alien 3 at the end of the previous film ripley committed suicide by jumping into a gigantic furnace the molten lead in the gigantic furnace would have vaporized ripley's blood and dna when ripley fell into the gigantic furnace along with the newborn alien queen however dr greedman mentions cooled blood samples from fioria I mean, it, it says here it's possible that he was referring to samples of Ripley's blood taken off screen by Dr. Clemens while he was treating her or that she got small injuries during the final fight with the alien and left stains of her blood around the area. But, like, my puzzle is how the heck did they get her blood to clone her? They just I think assume- you could get her blood because she was, like, laid up there. They could have taken her blood. My thing is how... How do you clone her and just because of her blood, it, it also has the queen 
clone that's in that's like if I'm cloned and I have a fucking baseball in my stomach, the baseball's not gonna be there when you clone me. This is a foreign object. Yeah. That was always my question is like, okay, you can get her blood and clone her. Cool. But why it's does 20, she ha- why is she like why superhuman? Why is the alien in there? Why is she kind of, well and and really what it is is they they did talk about where like I mean she was not the first episode. Yeah, she was number eight. She was number eight and which popcorn puzzles. Oh jeez. That when we were watching it. The grotesque they're they're like clones. They're like it's like towards the end of the movie and all of a sudden she sees this room and she goes in and Chris is like, Seth, watch out. Because I'm kind of a wuss. And seriously, it is shocking. The clones that they had, the the only thing her clone says to her is kill me. And that was her. Like with her head po- pop, popped up through the table, but she's got this like grotesque and, and body. And she's like half xenomorph and her arms are like, I mean. It's jacked up. And you know what? That to me is the epitome of what an over the top fourth movie should be. Yeah. That is outrageous. And it, that's exactly why I love it. You see that one with that has like teeth on oh, the side and dude. the hair. It's like- it's like and, on and the it's, wrong side. It's like moving and they're in the, oh. there was such a weird set that they made. And then just watching her get pissed and burn it all that is was a, that was a great so scene. satisfying. It's very satisfying. So, yeah. Burn it, dude. Which leads us to what? What does this lead us to? Bro, to her having sex with an alien queen that they got from her from her body so it's like there are there are a lot of levels <laughs> of of how messed up this is there are so many levels like one it's her so that's not you got to you got to spread the dna far apart right why do you think the royals are so weird <laughs> so not not good and then then Correct. You don't want the genes too close, or you get this little freaking newborn. Well, and you said earlier she, oh. it's a, she's a queen with a queen with the queen inside of her, and then she's in this writhing pile of aliens, and then she just gets sucked into some alien hole. She, she's like laying there, and it's in the aliens, and it's just slowly like. Enveloping and she, her, and she's getting like caressed. And she's like moaning. It's so, and then all insane. of a sudden, it's just her face, and then all of a sudden, she's gone. It, dude. And then seeing the queen, you know, normally we see her life cycle with she's got a pod that she's you know laying eggs. Yeah. This one comes out of well, like a she developed womb. She developed a second womb. Ripley did. Yeah, and then birthed like traditional birth, this newborn abomination. No, the queen, the queen did. Oh, Not yes. Ripley. Yeah, the queen has a second womb. Yeah. And, and then- it developed because it interacted with Ripley's DNA. So since Ripley was mostly human and kind of alien, then that got into the queen yeah. and developed. So she, in the, over the course of an hour, she like grows a second uterus <laughs> and like- Oh and my then, gosh. And then the newborn has this weird, like, I, do I say touching moment with the queen? And then f- 
grabs his weird looking claw human alien arm and takes off half of the alien queen's face. Just obliterates her. Which is weird because she the queen was also his mom, even though Ripley was. And and Arrival, New Show, My Two Moms. <laughs> my two alien moms. My two alien moms. No, because the main character would have to be that <laughs> sperm bag dude. Just like that. It's the grossest thing I've ever seen. It's my wife disgusting. Her father loved sci-fi movies, loved kung fu and sci-fi movies. Yeah. And they moved to the US together and they would just watch movies all the time. And they watched all the aliens and I I come home from from work we'd watch it at lunch and I'm like, "Oh man, Peach, I watched Aliens 4." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, the one where he has where she has sex with and then that gross thing comes out and I'm like, holy cow, she saw this like 20 something years ago. It's and immediately you, it really the the way that they made this alien so non-human, but also but also anthropomorphic human. with this yeah, like the it can expression. like kind of talk and it has the, And the, it's like yeah, oh my God, <laughs> it was again, I think that the way that they went so over the top was just perfect. It's like comedy. Like there are gags that aren't funny, but if yeah. they carry on long enough, you just start laughing. Cause you're like, this Correct. is outrageous. That's what this movie was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all the puzzles I have. I mean, I think we, I think we covered it pretty well. <laughs> you know, I, this had some of the best kills. Yeah. Like, this really had a, a whole bunch. I mean, this Three probably handfuls go, this of probably great go moments. into our redemption. Oh, true. Extra, I have exercised the demon. <laughs> I did that twice. But yeah, speaking of kills, this this is where we redeem the movie. And we yeah. kind of talked crap on it a little bit, but yeah. These are the things we liked. Kills are amazing. You know, I still, as crazy as it is, and this is, I think, the main reason I loved it, is that Ripley is still the star of the show. Yeah. Her acting and her character is a beast. They didn't pull any punches with how, uh, you know, she interacted with any of the rest of the crew, the aliens. And yeah. she had to do this weird, like, hey, I'm kind of an alien and I'm kind of a predator. And dude, she's terrifying, man. Yeah. She she was really a badass in the first two movies. And in this one, she is still badass, but now she's like kind of just bad. Well, <laughs> you can really see cool. she does a really good job of acting this struggle between her human side and her yeah. alien side. And even also like you get this part of her performance that you see the echoes of her, yeah. her old human life, but she's this new human and she's... She's like trying to figure out how to use a fork. Yeah. She says the the F word because she doesn't understand like the word fork. And yep. then she's like confused, but then like looking at her body, it's, it's yeah. just a really cool performance. Her performance was spectacular. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was my only redemption is, is Sigourney Weaver's is the coolest part of this movie. Yeah. Like I liked her a lot before yeah. and, and I, the third one was super underwhelming. And then bam, she's right back. Yeah. Just dominating the screen anytime. And that's dominating it, talking shit to Ron Perlman, who's yeah. very, 
he can command the screen, right? Very, very big character. No one, when she would walk in, and maybe they just did a really good job too of like almost subconsciously cowering whenever she was there. Like, like this bitch is scary, man. <laughs> well, don't you think thinking about her salary, she probably had a little bit of swagger walking around the set, yeah. like, listen, I'm it here, man. So like, like you guys she kind of just didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do whatever. But I'm going to do it the way I want. And yeah. you're going to listen to me. And we're going to build a pool over here. And we're also going to... And she, she went and uh, met with like a f- basketball star. I can't remember who. Someone from the NBA t- to practice shooting. And she got to a point where she could make one out of six behind the back shots. And yeah. then when they got on set, she it was kind of you know nervous. And, she, and Jean-Pierre was like... I don't think we're going to be able to make this work. And she's like, no, I really want to do it. And he's like, we can just, you know, CG it. We'll just put it in. She's like, no, I want to do it. And then he's like, no, this is it. This is the last one. She's like, all right. And she makes it. Yeah. She throws it over her head. Yep. Swishes it. It goes out of frame. And he's like, I'm worried that people are going to think that you didn't make it because it goes out of frame. She's like, no, please leave that in the shot. Yep. And they had to cut it right at the right moment because Ron Perlman jumps out of character and says the F word. Yeah. Fuck. He's like, oh my gosh, you made it. And then everyone's cheering and yep. And I noticed the way that they did that cut was really because they cut quick right back to him doing mm-hmm. his normal thing. But they yeah. cut it goes through the hoop and they cut immediately to his because, reaction on his face. Because of him and the crew going ape after yeah. she hits the shot. It's but dude, that's cool. badass. Yeah. That is badass. Yeah. I think I think her role, just the way the film felt in general, and then the the extreme kills. Do you remember when he uh, threw the grenade and it's like bouncing all crazy? Oh yeah, like that was a dope kill. What about the Ron Perlman shooting the rocket launcher in the water? With yes, slow motion. Uh, yes, bullet, and it explodes and hits the alien. That's hundred percent really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool things, visuals that you don't get in the other movies. I just don't think they belong there, but Mm-mm. to me, they belong in the fourth movie. Yeah, I remember listening to uh, Jean-Pierre saying, listen, we already the surprise is gone. We already know the yeah, end, so yes. I'm going to put it in as much as I can. Like, I want to put it in a lot. Yeah, there's no great. there's no thrill in not seeing the alien. We all know what it looks like. Yeah, give there's, us more. Now the thrill is in alien sex. And weird new aliens. That's the thrill. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, guys. Yeah. <laughs> My dad was right. Well, with that, <laughs> we we already ranked these. Uh, this one, again, medium to large bucket. Any parting thoughts? No, just I, I'm, you can probably tell I'm surprised by how much I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Perfect, perfect movie for the fourth one. I agree. Hit me up on the Twitters or the Instas if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest at Popcorn Priest. I respond to every tweet, post, comment, hashtag, and whatever else there is. According to my wife, I'm going to have to change this when I get really popular because I might not be able to. But right now, I can't. We'll just hire somebody. (laughs) Let us know if there's something you'd like us to review. Also, if you've enjoyed this or any of our previous episodes, please subscribe so you can get notifications on our newest episodes. I love movies. And I'd love it if you'd share the love. Muchas gracias. 
I'm serious. Share this with your friends, please. Share it. Come on. <laughs> Another way to share the love is sharing those dollars. I've created a Patreon account if you'd liked anything up until this point and want to support the show so we can continue to bring these entertaining reviews, please do so at patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest. As always, thanks for listening and thanks to my special guest. I'm not doing this for free for more Except than like a hundred more episodes, so someone paid this man. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Dare, for coming. It's always a pleasure. And join us next week for our foray into the Predator franchise and its collision course to the title bout of Alien vs. Predator. Oh, my gosh. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Oh, shit. I was trying to make a sound effect. That's legit. That's legit. I can kind of do it. (laughs) I have to get really close to the mic. You should cut this and this instead of putting the trailer, you should cut put that sound, dude. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time on Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest. <laughs>